It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teolos. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram at Pinball Profile. You can find us on Facebook. Email pinballprofile at gmail.com. And if you'd like to show your support, that'd be wonderful. It's not necessary. The show is always free, but it's patreon.com slash pinballprofile. And thanks to wonderful people like GME Law, Lua W, Rodney C, Derek K, Derek S, and so many that have uh, really been very, very generous. Okay, I saw in the theaters, I think it was another Trolls sequel, and I know nothing about Trolls, so I thought, well, maybe, maybe I could find out a little bit, and I say that jokingly, but technically, the Pinball Degenerates Award last year awarded the best troll to this man. You know him, you love him, Cliff Albert. Hey, Cliff, how are you? Good, how are you? Thank you for having me on. So what's this troll business? Because I've seen some of your stuff, but the things I see are just you talking about this game is better than this game. And it starts quite the conversation, but it looks like you're having fun. Yeah, um, it, it was originally just started, like, I, w- I just thought of, like, man, I used to do stand-up for, like, a year before it, like, almost ruined my life. But I just thought pinball stand-up would be so funny, but it wouldn't really work. So let's just do it into virtual form and mess with everybody and have a good time. But then it turned into this whole everybody actually gets angry and and thinks that I'm angry about whatever I'm saying. So, like, for instance... So you say it tongue-in-cheek. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I don't agree with half of the things that I say. (laughs) You're just trying to spark conversation. I'm just trying to spark and, 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 and also, like... In uh, in like a deeper sense, it can kind of be healthy where it shows like who likes what, right? You know? It's such a fragile time where communication can be gospel, whereas you're trying to just maybe crack a joke or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can kind of relate because I do another podcast called Final Round with my good friend Martin Robbins from Australia. And, you know, people are like, wow, it's a lot different than Pinball Profile. And I like to say, you know, if you listen carefully, I might be trying to tell some jokes on Final Round. It, I say my name, but it's not really me. Yeah, Final Round is great. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I don't understand why people get so riled up. Sorry, you live in the United States and mm-hmm. you've lived here for the last seven years. And you don't see how people get riled up over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's so funny because like the first post that I ever made doing that was Gorgar sucks. Sure, okay. Which a I, lot of people feel that way. And I agree with because I mean, if we have to shats the whole time, what's the point of even having the whole machine? That's so funny that you say that because I remember the first time I ever watched Eric Stone on video and it was the North American Championships and the game was Gorgar. And he basically won by shatsing over and over, built up his bonus, and then away he went to win the championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't shat, so I hate uh, it. So like, I hate Alien Star as well. Oh, fun game, <laughs> and, but but shatsing is important. Gottlieb, you know, I, I can't stand that because I can't shats. Have you tried? I had the glass off on my Flash Gordon. To try and shats because that's also kind of important in that game. Well, Bally's, you kind of tap. Um, yeah, but you can still shat. Sure, sure. Um, and even then, it's just, no. It's not my, that's my kryptonite. And I shouldn't say that on this podcast because now everybody's going to pick Alien Star. But What about Quicksilver? There's another game where you need to light the spinners. So, um, And that's a little forgiving because if you look, you know, shatsing is tough when 
the slings are really close to the flipper. But if there's a bit of a gap, you've got a little bit of wiggle room. You don't want to go up and over. Mm-hmm. Shatsing is where you're on one flipper, you're trapped up, and you let the ball roll to the very end of the flipper, and then you flip away at the last second, and it transfers it usually up the on the other flipper, but up the lane. So lighting the lane, like you mentioned mm-hmm. in Alien Star, like we talk about in Quicksilver, you got to try it. Yeah, it'll um, change your life, Cliff. I I try, but I'm too scared to do it in tournament. Well, dude, you don't have to do it in tournaments, but I don't have an alien star around me. Here we are right now. We're <laughs> in the middle of a, a wonderful event going on at the Delaware Pinball Collective. I know you come here a little mm-hmm. bit, but um, good time. In bet- like I know we're doing this in between rounds, mm-hmm. but take a chance at some of those. Go to Quicksilver, give it a try. All right, yeah, I'll do it. But usually, I'm lucky enough on Quicksilver where. It just comes down to the in-lane for me anyway. So Okay, one of those guys. Yeah, I, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. if you've got that skill set, yeah, yeah. Uh, all the power to you to find the in-lanes. <laughs> so let's talk pinball because I know you're in Pennsylvania and you've got some kind of big things up and coming. Yeah, so um, I'm actually working with a an arcade. It's called Mayhem Amusements Arcade. And uh, they opened up a spot right on the main street of Stroudsburg. And what city? Uh, Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. Okay. So um, it, right on Main Street. It's called Main Street. And there was a bunch of friends that lived there, and they were like, yo, you got to talk to this pinball guy, Cliff. And then everybody was like, yo, you got to talk to this arcade. And next thing you know, him and I connect, and he was like, I really want to run tournaments out of here because he kind of knew about uh, the game vault and stuff. So, And I play tournaments out of there, Morristown Game Vault. So I started being the TD because I was a TD at Penn Skate before Penn Skate closed. And um, I remember hearing about Penn Skate because I thought it was a slip of the tongue. But it was years ago. It was at the Sanctum and talking to Christina, if I recall. Yeah, Christina. Well, her maiden name was Samino. Now it's Gardner. Uh, her and Dennis are, they came up to Mayhem. Uh, they're good friends of mine. So I, uh, I'd like to see them. More often, once we start leagues and stuff like that, we're trying to start a whole scene in a place that doesn't really have a scene. So kind of how close is it to Philadelphia? Because I'm not sure of the geography. It's about two hours. Okay. So uh, Stroudsburg is like the heart of the Poconos, the Pocono Mountains, so MPA. So, um, yeah, there's nothing else like it. And then we're also going to be putting games out on locations uh, throughout the Lehigh Valley and the Poconos. And then you'll find people out of the woodwork like, oh, I didn't know there was pinball. Oh, look at this, location pinball and and league starting and little tournaments. And the next thing you know, you've got quite the community and maybe you've got some people who've got some, hey, I've got a few games at home. And the next thing you know, you know, the Poconos are the the new hotspot for pinball. Yeah, um, it's cool because, like, there's not a huge turnout in the new tournaments there. It's every last Sunday. But the thing is, it's all new. It's a lot of new people. And that's kind of what we're trying to do, you know, like I would love for more pinball people to come. But, you know, a lot of pinball people are looking for whoppers and stuff. But I'm looking for this to grow something, you know. Cliff, that's a good point because, you know, you've played pinball long enough and you're in tournaments and stuff. So you understand the whoppers. But when you first got into pinball and if that's what you're trying to do is Mm -hmm. bring new people into it. Whoppers don't mean anything. No. It's the experience. It's fun. Maybe it's the format. Maybe it's the social aspect. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's coaching to get people to understand pinball a little bit better. Whoppers, that's that's down the road. Yeah. Um, you know who actually got me into tournaments? It was Tim Sexton. Timballs. Yeah, Timballs. So uh, shout out to him. 
So he was hanging out at Rock Fantasy. Oh, yeah. Keeler's a great place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love Rock Fantasy. I love Keeler. Good friend of mine. And uh, just went up there and, and played the Open up there. And I was, you know, messaging with Tim back in 2017 saying, hey, like, what do I do? Like, you know, and um, he was like, well, pretty much generally every pinball hangout is a... Uh, a competitive situation you know he wasn't trying to scare me with tournament talk or whatever so the one day uh my wife and i before we were married we just uh we're sitting around on a rainy day and we're like let's do something and i'm like wait we're in the pinball now let's go find a pinball spot so we looked up a pinball spot we saw rock fantasy it was two hours away we're like let's just go there we got there just in time for the, that would the old location too the old location yep yep and we got there just in time and I'll never forget, I thought he was kind of a jerk, and now I love him to death, but uh, Ron Hallett, okay? So Ron Hallett was blowing up Spider-Man. At the time, I thought he was blowing up. And, I'm, and I just look at him and I go, I don't think I'll ever be able to do that. That that was amazing. And he looked at me like, you know his profile picture on Facebook? Yep. That's how he looked at me. <laughs> and uh, I was like... Well, that was a weird look, but all right, whatever. And then eventually I kept seeing him at tournaments, and, and I listened to Slam Tilt, and uh, next thing you know, we became friends. And uh, we did a um, rock fantasy tournament on Zoom during COVID. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we Really? Yeah, so what we did was uh, Tom Farkas, one of the rock fantasy guys there, he had an Excel sheet where we would do uh, percentages against our grand champion score on said machine. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, it was really cool. And we just hang out and talk pinball. Well, that's good because, uh, you know, sadly, uh, some of the places that we grew to love uh, didn't survive COVID, but uh, we're seeing more pop up again. And hopefully, knock on wood, things are good. And, and the growth, like what you're trying to do there in the Poconos, I'd like to see this kind of expansion. But really, what impresses me, Cliff, is that, again, bringing new people in because... You and I are of a certain age, and uh, we remember pinball when we were kids. But, you know, right here at the Delaware Pinball Collective, just a few weeks ago, they had a massive kids' tournament. And I thought, oh, that's kind of neat. You don't see a lot of those. You see a lot of women's tournaments. You see, uh, they don't have seniors yet. I'm well, no, for that. But the kids' tournament, they had 42, 43 people. Yeah, uh, Delaware is doing amazing things. I think, from what I know, they're, like, the best on the East Coast. Not taking away from anybody else, but... I only live an hour and a half away, so I'm very lucky. And lots of people here from New York, from New Jersey, uh, you know, Washington D.C., Baltimore. A uh, couple of st- <laughs> there's four of us Canadians here yeah, that came yeah. from the GTA area. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been doing tournaments before this whole collective uh, when they were holding it at Joe and Chad's house. They were um, alternating each tour event, you know. Yeah. And then I remember in COVID, we would uh, do high stakes tournaments where we only allowed like a couple people in the basement and we would just throw some some money and it was just like just to keep things alive, you know, yeah. social distance, you know, all that but, stuff. But isn't that interesting because I remember talking to Chad Hastings about this Delaware Pinball Collective and what was the pinball scene like before that? And he said there really wasn't much. The fact that these five people got together and put these wonderful games here made a new community. Is that kind of your inspiration for maybe what you're going to be doing? Definitely. They are the number one inspiration. Mm. Uh, Number two inspiration is uh, Bartari 
in Scranton. They're running Bells and Chimes Leagues. They're running regular leagues. They're running all kinds of stuff. And Spooky Pinball, is they're really tight with Spooky Pinball. And they always do, like, they did a Zoom podcast with them and whatever. And they build a scene out of nowhere. And there's like 20 to 30 people coming out for leagues. That's pretty good. Yeah. Speaking of spooky, here we are recording this in the uh, second week of December, and they Looney just announced Tunes. they announced Looney Tunes and mm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, kind of similar play fields, a few changes, certainly inserts and whatnot, and, and definitely rule set. But, you oh. want to hear a hot take? Yeah. Oh, here we go. All right. First of many to come yeah, here. Yeah, so the hot take is anybody that complains about the same play field situation is dumb because I think every theme – or every layout should get at least a second chance. And I think what they did with the same layout kind of deal, even with Halloween Ultraman, I know a lot of people didn't dig it too much, but I think it's a great idea. I see that Borg does that and then does minor changes. I mean, Metallica Guardians, right? Sure. Uh, Rush has a lot of similarities X-Men. to X-Men at the top. Yeah, and Tron is just mirror of that. Yeah. You know, like, and I, I love that. I don't think I that. Do too. I too. I don't think that a theme needs a layout. You know what's funny? You talk about Guardians and maybe Metallica. I didn't mm-hmm. own Metallica, love Metallica. Didn't own Iron Man, mm-hmm. but loved Iron Man. Awesome. So I got Guardians. I'm like, I feel kind of like I have a little bit of those. And, mm-hmm. and I agree with you. I, I don't even know if it's a hot take or not because. I do think it's brilliant that those are two different audiences, too. You're not going to own both of them. That's fine. Spooky doesn't want you to own both Looney Tunes in Texas or Ultraman and Halloween. But uh, the fact that they're catering to different markets, brilliant. and probably I I think it's great. And the cost for them to do that is wonderful. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to see things like... You know, maybe Woe Nelly turns into Primus, turns into Pabst. That, that's enough. And a little birdie once told me that that was originally the idea for James Bond's 60th, the Limited. And then oh, Keith yeah. came along and said, I, I might be able to do something for you. And we have that wonderful game. But, yeah, but I'm never mad about it, though. No, but, but um, I guess it really depends on the price point. But why not, right? I mean, if it's easy to do, uh, if it's easy to get a new license and you've already tapped out of the old one, hey, what the heck? Yeah, I I agree. I mean, like, of course, like, these companies are going to try and find cash grabs and stuff, but I'm never mad about cash grabs because if they're out of money, they're not making pinball. Yeah, exactly. If they don't make money, if, if you know, if people don't like certain things, it's for everyone. So, like, everyone's going to like something different, and they're catering to a whole other market. All right, we're going to trade off on hot takes. My all turn. Right, all right, let's go. You know what your pinball machine's worth? Uh, every pinball machine should never be over $7,000. I don't care. Here's my hot take. It's whatever somebody who's willing to pay for it. Yeah, but that's, um, though I'm a business owner and, you know, capitalism and blah, blah, blah. That just <laughs> sucks, though. You know what I mean? Like It, it prices people out, no uh-huh. question about it. This mm-hmm. is a very expensive hobby from an ownership standpoint. Yes. When you look at price of mm-hmm. toppers and things like that. <laughs> That is the unfortunate thing, and that's maybe why pinball, my hot take number two, it is why pinball will never have the same appeal as esports or gaming because when video games, you can buy the console for, say, 500 bucks, you can buy the video game for under 100 bucks. Everyone can play, and they're connected, Mm -hmm. and it's the same for everyone. We're trying to get that connection, but it's just too expensive to own these games to have that kind of global appeal, I think. Yeah, um... My whole thing is we all talk about growth, 
of pinball, right? And I, I really think that uh, pinball should be on the ESPN. If we can watch beanbags being tossed in a wooden hole, <laughs> we should be uh, watching pinball as well. And um, with the growth, what I'm saying is it's very uh, – sometimes it's hard for operators to make – back what they pay for these machines right so like being now kind of dipping my feet into being an operator that whole thing of like oh a machine is worth what somebody will pay for it devalues well not devalues it stunts the growth of pinball in my eyes because not everybody's going to be able to play the big lebowski not everybody's going to be able to play bond 60th you know what i mean so like I would rather see more on location, and especially now that the home market is going down because the secondhand market is pretty much crashing. Well, that's the problem. I would see so many people in the last five, six years get their hands on an LE, and wow, that's that's impressive. You've got one of 500 or 1,000, let's say, certainly less than 1,000, and they flip it for huge amounts. I would imagine, and I don't know this to be true, I do. Some of the distributors are like, holy cow, we're leaving money on the table. Mm -hmm. And they're paying a premium for that, premium price. And uh, they're flipping it for what they're being told to flip it for. They have to sell it at that price, and people go and flip it right away. And that's probably the disconnect. That's what drove the prices up. It just got too high. But Mm -hmm. also, I haven't been a big fan of the model where distributors were given uh, these certain titles, it's only happened a few times, mm-hmm. and they've been told to set their price. Uh, that one bothers me. Yeah, I mean... It, it's that, never worked, by yeah, the way. It, it it's makes never the distributors worked. the bad guy, right? I mean, like it, that kind of sucks, right? Um, these companies should be helping out their distributors more than they should be just being like... You, you know what I'm saying? Like The pricing of Bond 60th? It's a fantastic game. We're talking about the... Uh, fantastic? I do enjoy the game. Forget if price isn't uh, an issue for me. Just my opinion, and we'll yeah, get yours. I certainly like the game because it's different, and, and while there's a lot to do there, and I kind of do like single-level playfields, mm-hmm. the, pri- the price is just outrageous, and you knew it was outrageous when the wonderful, wonderful charity that is Project Pinball gave away mm-hmm. one, Didn't and then two, and then three... Hmm, if they've got their hands on three of these, they weren't selling. Yeah, so, like, my thing is, is that, like, the game, I'm, I'm all about street-level games, right? Like, I, I love my old-school ballys. I love the, uh, the the weird Gottliebs, like, Hoops and uh, Car Hop. Like, those are great games, they right? They are good ones. But, like, how much more would we love Bond 60th if it was six grand? Again, I said the game's great. You're talking about the price. Those are but, two different things. But what I'm saying is, it, like, if... They would have made so many of them. Yeah, people would have loved it more. But the thing is, for me, seeing that game, seeing, like, let's say... You're Dead, soured on the price. I'm not really soured on the price more than I am soured on, like, the value of what we're getting, right? So, like, yeah, yeah, I, get I, mean, I mean, I mean, I guess that price goes into that, but like, it's like, okay, you got Deadpool Pro and then you got Bond 60th. Now, the thing that I think one of the, the problems with a lot of people in this hobby is they cheered that game on when nobody was buying it just because of spinners. Spinners has been around for longer than I've been alive. <laughs> you know what there I'm saying? There were four on that. Oh, my God. There's four. Well, guess what? Harlem Globetrotters is the best game ever. There's three of them, two saucers, 
uh, a double flipper thing. It teaches you everything about pinball. You can tap pass. Yeah, it teaches you everything that you need to know about pinball. Where Bond 60th doesn't really teach you everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the four spinner. Okay, we hit sp- spinners all day. Cool. I mean, I'm going to. It's a good I'm, game. I'm not saying that it's bad. Well, agree to disagree on that because there are th- things I find interesting on that. I like the way the odd jobs hat resets, whereas other spinners don't reset. Case in point, Avengers, you know, you could you could be player two and that is in a really awkward position where you're going to have to take a dangerous shot to get it in a favorable position. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say they just had leftover Avengers and then put a hat <laughs> on top. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's it's a good game, but I just, and I'm not mad at them. No, no, no. You know, like, I don't, I don't care. Like, put it up for 25. I, I always, I've been saying for the last two years... Stern can put out a Whitewood for twenty five grand and sell it. Yeah, it was and called Su- it was called Supreme. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, that was the first time I was yeah. like, oh, okay, this is gross to me. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's a different thing but altogether. I'm not, but I'm not mad at that because no. it's like if they can do it, why not? Right? Okay, you're due for a hot take, and I heard okay. it earlier upstairs watching you play roller games and then whirlwind. Mm. Um, Cliff, what do you think of System Elevens? I hate System Elevens. <laughs> um, I think they're the worst games of all time. Um, I don't think that those designers actually got good until the Williams era. Um, yeah, uh, Pat Lawler, uh, Twilight Zone is the only good game that he ever made. Steve Ritchie, Led Zeppelin is the only good game that he ever made. Whoa, I and, have one of those, and I might question that. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, you want some hot takes? I'm going to give you some hot takes for this Pinball Profile podcast. You can't find a bigger Led Zeppelin fan of the band than me, mm-hmm. and... God bless Tim Balls and Raymond Davidson. I the, love that game. The, I love the code of that game. The code of that, even the layout. Like I don't yeah. see the thing is I like the pro better than the premium. Because, so do I. No, so do I. I agree. Yeah, because I want to play the game. I want to get through the game. I want to feel what it's like to experience, not experience Led Zeppelin. I don't care about magic. I don't care. Oh look, the ball goes. You know, I want to get through the. I want to play the game, yeah. and 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 that's the difference between collectors and players. Okay. And that's why my takes are so hot on pinball enthusiasts. I got gotcha. you. So we've got on one end of the spectrum. Gorgar is not one of your favorite games, yeah. nor System Elevens or some of the legendary Pat Lawler games. You think Zeppelin is a great game? Mm-hmm. Begs the question: What is the greatest game to Cliff Albert? The greatest game is Iron Maiden and Future Spa. Okay. okay. I made him pro. And okay. Future okay. Okay. Hold on a second there. Okay. And I will explain thoroughly. We're going to trade off. We're, here's what we're going to do just for fun. I'm going to agree with you on Iron Maiden. I think okay. I, I can't find a flaw with that at all. Mm-hmm. So let's focus on Future Spa. Okay. You give a positive. I'll give a negative. We'll go back and forth, and whoever's got the most wins. Okay. No, it doesn't win. We're just kind of fun. Okay. No. Uh, let's one let's, positive. Let's compete. Let's compete. Okay. So one every- at a time. Everybody that complains about, oh, it's another fan layout, Future Spa, one of the most creative layouts of all time. How many in-lanes do you possibly need? Is four enough? Too much. Not enough. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> you see the six up at the top? Cliff wants that on the side. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. You're positive. Go ahead. Yeah, two spinners. Okay, here's my negative. The one on the right is useless because it's so far away because it's such a super wide body. You cannot rip that spinner. Okay, you're positive. Play better. <laughs> Don't go for the spinner. Go for the drop targets all day. The inline drop targets are great. Here's my negative. 
as much as I love Paragon and the beast and the danger on that left-hand side, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to pop it out of there. Mm-hmm. You're a dead man walking if you're in there on the right-hand side of Future Spa. No way. No way. Because here's the thing. You got to know. Well, you got to play it more. Okay. Hey, Dalton, I'm speaking to you. Dalton Pinball. <laughs> uh, go check him out on Twitch. Um, and you got to take the outlane rubber off. That's what I do. I have so on my future spot. I have it jacked up, all the way, power ball, and the outlane rubber off. That is crazy future spot. Remind me never to uh, give that one a flip. But okay, you're gonna, again, have, to, you have, you're gonna have to come to the warlock party. Uh, well, I'm in on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. I will give you things I like about Future Spa. Okay. You have to give me things you don't like about it. Okay. We'll just, I'll give you two things I like about it. Okay. I kind of like the kickback always working. When you're stuck with four inlanes on there, at least it rewards you with, okay, mm-hmm. it's going to give you 3,000, 6,000 a letter. Mm-hmm. I like that on the far left. Okay. Um, my negative is what you said with the right center. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, yeah, no, the right spinner, yeah, that does suck. But you got to play better. But, you know, it, it does suck. Um, but another positive from you. A- another positive. I'm not going to say the artwork because that's definitely not it. Oh, that's uh, fantastic. Especially when it doesn't match. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Let me, let me like say, i got to find another positive. Ah, you can tap pass on that. I like, mm-hmm. I like that sometimes you don't even have to tap pass. You can have a good ball roll on the left and then just – it goes nicely to the right flipper. Another negative thing that I have about it is that I don't have another negative thing about it. And I I'm, I, I apologize. Uh, the, the, I mean, the candy cane. The oh, can- that, oh, that would be a positive for me, too. Oh. I do like the candy cane. Oh, my God. I mean, like... When it works. When it works? Well, sometimes you can airball that star rollover. I mean, even if you airball it, it still feels good. Missed a negative. I wanted in there. All right, go go with the negative. Just one word: geometry. That's it. I'll just leave it at that. Well, I failed geometry, so I don't care about geometry. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the fun thing about pinball. And, and like, listen, we're we're friends to be able to mm-hmm. just banter back and forth like this. But uh, it's kind of art. Art is subjective, and and what you, you know, we're not gonna. We don't have to like everything. We don't have to dislike everything, and we can still have a conversation. So you're not a troll. This is a lie. I was I was told. This was going to be a dangerous interview. Where's yeah, the danger? No, no, no. I, uh, I, I, the, the thing is, um, people started calling it trolling, right? Where I just joking. I just wanted to joke with people, and I always say, Future Spot is better than Paragon, right? And people actually got mad. Where Dalton got it. I think I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, Dalton got it and started drawing pictures yep. about it. You know what I mean? Like That's where I first saw it. Yeah, and and like and that's that's the fun of it. So that was kinda when I'm like, okay, who's this Cliff Albert guy? But never offended, just kinda mm-hmm. like I think mm-hmm. I think he's kinda joking or he's he's poking the bear, if you will. Busting bubbles. Busting bubbles. Yeah. But when we first met, it was very kind and you were wonderful to come up to me and say some very nice things and appreciate that. You came to my tournament, The Beast, at Pocketeer Billiards in Buffalo in August, which we'll do again next August 1st weekend. Uh, thank you very much for coming and I, I'm glad you had fun. I had so much fun. Um, I spent a lot of money and got to 27th place. Oh, top 24. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but There's was, a B division next year. Don't you worry. Okay. Well, I, I don't usually play B division because I don't think that I'm worth it if I'm not an A. But uh, I thought it was great. I thought all the machines were great. They were some of them were brutal, some of them were fair, 
and I, I like that little mix. I probably spent about $120 in Walking Dead <laughs> trying to get $100 million. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did bust your bubbles with, with the Centaur not having oh, multiball. Yeah. Do you know why we did but, that? Did I ever tell you why we took we turned off because it didn't work? We turned off multi ball on Centaur, which is like what, what, what? Mm-hmm. It was whenever you're a TD, and you'll find this too when you're yeah, in the Poconos and, and doing these events. You always try to avoid future problems, which mm-hmm. can include putting in games that might give problems. Mm-hmm. Or perfect example, I just ran a tournament where we didn't want extra balls to be played or even plunged. So how do we do that? And we couldn't change dip switches or whatever. So in the case of some game, this was a game called Ice Fever. I don't know if you oh, ever yeah, played yeah, it. Yeah. I, I, yep. We couldn't turn off extra balls. There was a way to do it. We couldn't do it. So all we did, extra balls are done by getting the three in lanes up top, and then it's random. So we clipped one of the in lanes just so you could never get a multi-ball. I love it. See? That's you what know, we did for Centaur in a way. Yeah. I, and, and I wasn't, like, mad about it, but a lot of other people Oh, were. sure. And but we took it out for the playoffs. We were like, all right, we'll yeah, give you yeah. eight ball deluxe. Yeah, here. and and I had to just to keep up with my Cal Ripken like streak. <laughs> of busting had bubbles. to bust the bubbles, you know. Like, and, and I did. I forgot about it, so it was hardly a bust. Yeah, and and honestly, like the thing is, um, I also talk in a very um, like we had to go over. I think you said it three times. No swearing. Um, I also talk in, a, in the old school, ragey East Coast way, right? Sure. Um, but and I, I talk the way I like, when I type. That's the way I talk. So like yep. when I'm saying the f word in this effing this or this, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that in anger. No, I'm just that's. And but people take it as anger. You're not an all caps guy, are you? Sometimes, oh, sometimes, up. you know. But but all caps just means. Pay attention. Listen to me. You know what I mean? Like I'm um, holding the conch. I'm speaking yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to thank you for doing this. And because you've been such a wonderful guest, I'm going to actually right now reveal the first three games in the Beast main finals. We've got Gorgar. We've got Whirlwind and Roller Games. Cliff, I hope to see you there in 2024. Jeff, maybe you won't. <laughs> maybe I'll make not make the finals on purpose, but I'm still coming. Um, no, I, I thank you for this. Um, it was great finally meeting you because, like, we didn't know each other uh, before, like, like until like right before the beast. I was shocked when you told me you've been listening to the podcast for over five years. Yeah, uh, and like, I was just like, dude, how did you not hear of me? I don't go on pin side, first of all. Um, I don't I, go I, on pin side. Yeah. I only do pinball yeah. enthusiasts. Um, I, I guess. Well, you know, I can't say I really go. I, I've seen it, but it's mm-hmm. not probably the way the algorithm works. It yeah, doesn't yeah, pop yeah. up. I. I don't usually post on other things like yeah. pinball enthusiasts or things like that. So, hey, it doesn't matter. We're here now. And By the and, way, I didn't mean it like, how did you not hear me? But <laughs> um, but I also, like, you know, I've done this. Conversely, I'm shocked you heard of me. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I do a stream, right? So, like, it's a plug myself, DJ Warlock Pinball 777. Uh, the whole stream was to put together um, rock and roll and pinball. Nice. Right? So, but we probably have to go. I think we got some playing to do right now. So, yeah. Cliff, all the best, and thanks very much for doing this. No, thank you so much. I'm, I'm like, honored to be on <laughs> Pinball Profile. This is, like, I, technically you're kind of a celebrity. That means nothing. I mean, it means something to me because thank I'm you. on here now. But best voice in pinball. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you very much. And uh, please don't put Gorgar in the, in the beast. 
there'll be no promises. But uh, I don't have one, so you're probably in good shape. But Cliff, have a great one, and we'll talk to you soon. Yes. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook as well. Email pinballprofile at gmail.com. And if you'd like to show your support on Patreon, not necessary, but very welcome, patreon.com slash pinballprofile. And thank you to all our wonderful supporters. Here with Cliff Albert, I'm Jeff Teolis. Later. Everybody's dancing in.